The heat is on. Yeah, guys, my heat, I don't, did we talk about this? My heat was off and now it's kicking back in. So if you hear some clangs and strange noises, it's, it's like Buddy the Elf. The radiator's going, So yes, the heat is back on in my apartment. Since the I am in, it is on. Yeah, okay, I texted that to my landlord, and he didn't even laugh. I, was, <laughs> I texted him, and I was like, "The heat is on, literally." <laughs> and they were like, "Okay." No response. Although wow. he's, I think he's busy. It sounded like more than one building, not just of his, but in Denver, was having issues. Gotcha. Yeah. Due to the ninety degree weather. And then going straight into almost in the 20s and snow. Nope. It was the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. And honestly, I felt partially at fault for how much I've been trashing summer in the hot weather. Mm. Yeah, because you're like, give me it back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was really, it felt seriously apocalyptic because the night before, the fires got way worse. And mm. ash was raining down on us. <laughs> Poop is raining from the, from the ceilings. ceilings. <laughs> it seriously looked like it was snowing but we all knew that it that the snow wasn't supposed to start for another like six hours but it was yeah. still like 70 80 degrees oh but gosh. it was like snowing ash and then i woke up and then it was like real snow it was it's been a very strange <laughs> upsetting week yeah i mean it sounds like the apocalypse maybe very much so very much so and then I saw an article that apparently the snow doesn't help the fires because it just evaporates. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jenny oh, was yeah, like, maybe I... it'll help. I was like, I, I think we're just screwed. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, actually. I know. Because it's like, I feel like rain would actually maybe be better. Yeah, I think? I think rain actually like penetrates it more. But the snow, I think, just evaporates like before it even touches the ground. So Colorado's doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the picture I posted on Facebook? Yeah, you're like, this is climate change. Yeah, it was like, there's just a, and that was kind of going viral, at least for all the people that live here. And it was like a map of Colorado of where all the fires are and then where the snow was. So it was like literal fire and ice. Well, that's my, um, that's my favorite new Reese Witherspoon show, literal fires everywhere. Nailed it. I need to rewatch that. Oh, it's so good. I blazed <laughs> right <laughs> blazed through it. <laughs> I did you read the book before? No. Should I read it before I watch it again? I mean, you can do whatever you want, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I read it. I read the book afterward, and oh, I actually kind of like that I did that because the TV adaptation is pretty different. Yeah, it's just a really different tone, and they add a lot of stuff. But I, mm. I equally loved. I equally loved. <laughs> I equally loved both. Guys, Monica just had a stroke. I just had a stroke. I'm back. Um, Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. <laughs> the wickedly talented. 
Um, get laid down. So I was at um, Meredith Kirk's Bachelorette this past weekend. Shout <gasps> yeah. out. Yeah. Yes. And we were. We, it looked amazing. It was really fun and very chill. And we were in some shop and we started singing Wicked a little bit <laughs> and did a little harmony. Because you know how Meredith's like not a singer, but like wants to like do it. So like, Oh, that's right. Because it was Meredith Kirk. Because yes. I was like, how do you just start singing Wicked a little bit? Every time I start singing it, it gets so out it's of hand. It's a lot. <laughs> right. Well, she, we just like kind of made some reference and then we started yeah. singing one line. And then I was just like, I was like, I'm going to go to harmony and just stay where you are. And everything will be fine. And we did it. Everything will be fine. That's like, guys, fine. that's like Monica teaching me how to sing when we were in middle school, trying to figure out the Reliant K harmony. She's like, no, you oh don't gosh. go up. You stay down. And we do the. Wait, but you My neighbors are like, what the fuck? I'm going to line that up. So do a little feature. Uh, okay. So I have uh, some news. Oh, please. Actually, it's not news. It's beef. Oh. So I, <laughs> I have apparently been banned from the Friday Night Lights fan club Facebook group. No. And How? let me break it down for you guys. <laughs> please. So. I've tried to post our, to share our podcast to the page a number of times. And let me tell you, the quality, like bar level for this Facebook group, not high. People just post barely words even. Okay. It's just like Tim Brigham's hot. Literally. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, I'm confident this is relevant information. I know that sometimes in Facebook groups, like personal plugs are not cool, but like, this is obviously on topic. Yeah. Um, but she kept not approving the post. And like every day I'd see a new post getting uh, put up that was just like a random person being like, Tim is hot. And I'm like, did we seriously not post the podcast? So I was like trying to comment it on a few things and a couple of people liked it. And they're like, I like the show. I like the podcast. Um, so I was like, okay, some people are listening. Good. So then I, finally I was like, okay, I've tried to post this like five times. It's getting a little ridiculous. Uh, why won't they just post it? Yeah. <laughs> so I messaged so I like looked up the moderators. First of all, there are four moderators, but they're the same two people with multiple accounts. Why? I don't know. Creepy. No. They just uh, want to like each other's stuff. I guess. It's very guess. weird. So I messaged a couple of them, no response. So then I was like, maybe maybe there just is an error and it's not like carefully moderated. So I'd like try to post it again. Anyways, today I finally messaged one of the other moderator accounts and let me... Let me just show you. This woman was very aggressive um, for no reason. And I'm going to get to an ask at the end of this. Um, But let me just tell what I said was like very, I was being very nice. I was just like, we have a Friday Night Lights podcast. Like I've tried to post it, but I don't know if it's getting approved. Like, is there a better way I can phrase things or like what's, is there a problem? Yeah. Um, And then she just responded and goes, the group isn't there for NFL. It's a TV show fan group. NFL. Like, and then and then she goes, we get it's she about football. Wait, well, sorry. She goes, we get it's about football, but podcasts don't have anything to do with the group unless you're actually discussing the show. So I responded and I was like, it's FNL. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. That's what the podcast is about. The podcast is literally only about the TV show. <laughs> 
Like I didn't know, even know what else to say. And like, I made yeah. it extremely clear in every post that I tried to get posted and in the message. I was like, Friday Night Lights rewatch podcast. Uh, podcast out to FNL fans. Like, I even checked for a typo. So then she responded and she was like, well, if it was denied, it was denied. There isn't anything we can really do. Just saying. Weird. So then I was like, okay, she's really aggressive. Let me just be nice. So I was like, if I repost it, do you mind approving it? I already know a few members listen to the show. Like, I'd love to share it. If you could help, that would be great. And then she removed me from the group and blocked me. <laughs> so... What I'm getting at, guys, is that if you're listening to this and you're a member of the Friday Night Lights TV show fan group on Facebook, it has like a couple little emojis to it. I think it's the biggest one. There's like 600 members. Please share the podcast. We would love to share it with the fans. I really didn't mean ill at all. No. I don't know what the deal was, but if y'all want to share it, that would be great. I honestly would love for this woman to see it pop up on the timeline more. Yes. Yeah. So two birds, one stone. Because, <laughs> yeah, just to clarify, this is not a podcast about the NFL. <laughs> nope. And nowhere did I say that. It's extremely descriptive. <laughs> Wait, speaking of FNL, do you remember FML.com? Oh, throwback. Uh, like fuckmylife.com. Yes, and people I still would post. Follow, I still follow their <laughs> accounts on Facebook and Instagram because they just post like uh, FML. Little. Yeah. Well, because I remember I'd go home because this was before Twitter and Instagram, I guess. And I would go home and like go to FML.com and like read the <laughs> entries. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's so, strange. I had yeah. a little more luck on Twitter. Um, I posted this. There's a she's like a writer for the Oprah magazine. She was like had I think she'd never watched FNL, not NFL before and was posting. And she lo- I love her name, hashtag can't lose club. I'm like, let's yeah. join. She's like, you're already in it, whatever. So I just kind of went ham on her thread and just replied to a bunch of people and was like, follow us. So we'll see. No, it was great. Even Grant said that we were doing a great job on Twitter. And I God. corrected him by saying, by we, he meant Monica. <laughs> I am in I love Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I'm trying to like and reshare. Hey, you're, we're, we have our strengths and we are um, flashing. Well, apparently mine's That's not why. Facebook either. I just got banned. I literally like have the FNL. I am started the FNL podcast and I'm banned from the FNL group. Right. Is the lady older? Is she like a Karen? No, but she. I don't want to like say anything mean about her on this. Right. But she has six kids and looks quite young and is from a small town in Oklahoma. That's okay. all I know. <laughs> so she's not even from Texas. Okay. No. I, I Part of me wanted to like, you know, in the moment when you're thinking out your anger response that you're not actually going to send. Yes. Yeah, part of me wanted to be like, I am from Texas. This is a show and a podcast literally about Texas. Like, oh my God, just right. fucking post it. What is your problem? <laughs> so strange. Well, yeah. I think this just means we need to start a new Facebook group. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So any, if any of you guys are already, I know a couple of you have commented before um who are in that group so you know share the podcast yeah <laughs> we'd we love it join our group you know if it's toxic in there we'd yeah. love to have anybody anybody and, even, and everybody <laughs> i even looked up like what it means when you get banned from a group because i like you can't even it doesn't even pop up when i search the group and apparently oh. now the members in the group aren't even allowed to invite me back in <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> I should i try and see what happens yes oh my god yes yeah <laughs> Maybe they're like blondest or something. She's blonde. Oh, okay. Well, but maybe she's she's still blondest. 
<laughs> she also she hates herself and other blondes. She hates herself and others. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so um, oh, wow, that, tough that's times. Been fun. But but beyond that, we've been excited to see that people are listening. We've we've got a I good know. amount of listeners. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We're so glad that you guys don't hate us. Yeah, thanks we for were not very... blocking us. Yeah, except for that one. Except for the one. <laughs> Should we dive into the fact check? I see you, you added some stuff here. I do. I have a couple fact checks. My last housekeeping yeah, um, is just to, if you guys have a minute, to write us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps the show. Um, I just want to plug that at the beginning. You know, we sit here and chat yeah. for a while. So right. while we still have you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I don't know if any of the other platforms do reviews but apple and the apple podcast ones are super important for the show so if you could write us a little review yeah we'll get yeah, you a shout go on out iTunes, on like, yes you can just like go on the itunes store and do it i have rated us but i felt weird giving myself a review so i, I just rated literally us did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah wait what if all the ratings are from us <laughs> no i only did one and there's like seven so that's well i did six so i'm just kidding oh <laughs> <sighs> okay let's get into the fact check yes so we talked about the percentage of divorced parents of kids with cancer and i couldn't find a ton of info but the one study that i did find was basically like it's not associated with an increase of parental divorce i saw that everywhere too when i looked it up and it was this night it was this study that was from 1978 and then it hasn't really been looked into that much um afterwards they just like they didn't find a correlation so maybe that was something that was just like um what's the word I'm looking for anecdotal that my doctor because I just remember it being something we talked about with my doctor not that she was like warning my parents but she was just like this does like remember that this puts a lot of stress on your parents like often and I remember knowing cancer patients whose families like really struggled um but yeah the only thing I was able to find was that the, cor- the only correlation that they noted was that the mother's level of education was correlated to whether or not they got a divorce. So, like, if she was highly educated, sometimes they were more likely to get a divorce. But correlation is not causation, y'all. Not causation. Look it up and apply it to your Facebooking, please. <laughs> it's true. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking of um, parenthood. They talk about the divorce rates of kids with Asperger's. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I kind of find a, I found a lot of studies with just like when kids are sick or have mm-hmm. tragedy or hardship. So I think it obviously does affect. But yeah, if you have a more in depth study, send it our way. Yes, we're very studious. We are. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to say, witchy, but nah. But I, well, we talked about grief a lot in the second episode and probably in the third one and I know in the fourth one (laughs) and you know we just talked about our experience but I did feel just thinking back you know one of the best things I've heard is that you know when you go to sleep and you think about all the stupid stuff you said everyone else is doing the same thing they're not thinking about what you're saying but I was thinking about what I said and I was like you were kind of cocky about you know how to deal with it the best way so I just wanted to clarify that I don't know everything. I'm just saying my my piece. And I just wanted to let Monica finish her piece before I said that I didn't feel like it came off that way, but I appreciate it. But I also have 
talked about this with some of my siblings before where they feel like they're not as allowed to talk about cancer and grief as, as I am sometimes. And they say like, you know, oh, but your experience or like your situation was worse. Like I don't, you know, like my feelings didn't really matter. So I know that that's a common feeling for some, for people around. So not to like discredit what you said. I'm just saying, no, I think it was fine. Good. Phew. And then we have a less heavy note about Shrek. (laughs) Um, Although I was also going to say that I too have been more than usual, microanalyzing what I've been saying since I started podcasts. I'm like, wow, I exaggerate wow. a lot. <laughs> yes, I know that. Honestly, podcasting is a great exercise in self-awareness. Yeah, which I have very little of, so. Oh, stop. Um, oh, okay, so in last episode, Nick, our wonderful guest, mentioned that Shrek won Best Picture, which it did win Best Animated Feature Film, which is the highest award that an animated film can get. Can um, but I thought it was interesting that was in 2002, and they beat Monsters, Inc. and one of my personal favorites, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Wow. I mean, I love Shrek, but Monsters, Inc. is my heart. I know. I am kind of surprised. I mean... That would have been a really hard judge. Yeah. I mean, so and Jimmy Neutron, right up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is I remember that conversation, and I thought he was saying, like, it won Best Picture. That's and what I, I thought just, he was saying, too. I just kind of blacked out, was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you did have a really big gap. I was editing that part. <laughs> so I was like, what? Did it win Best Picture? <laughs> well, it was confusing because he did say Best he said best picture, just said but best it was picture. best animated picture. Yeah, and I'm sure he meant that. Yes, and it's still very prestigious, especially considering they beat Monsters, Inc., which I am surprised by. Yeah. Oh, and I just looked it up. The best picture in 2002 was A Beautiful Mind. Oh, I still have never seen that. It's fantastic. I know. I've read everything about it. I've seen clips. I learned about it in school, but I have yet to watch. To take the plunge. Um. Okay, my next fact check point is more about teetotaling (laughs) um in our last episode monica fact checked that it was something about it oh that it did it just meant that you don't drink yes Um, but then we were like i wonder where it comes from so i actually looked it up and it is a thing like a funny thing um so basically it comes from the 1833 temperance society which was in preston england and all so this was during a time of enlightenment a time of science um when people started getting really concerned about how much people were drinking (laughs) and the like behavior that it led to so a group of people got together um and joined the temperance society where they practice all kinds of abstinence Um, and they were super into it and it ended up being one of the most widespread movements of the 19th century Hmm. um and then they were called oh oh it says this is a quote from their like uh mantra or whatever quote we agree to abstain from all liquors of an intoxicating quality whether ale porter wine and ardent spirits except as medicine (laughs) (laughs) i love that um, but they're called tea. It's there's kind of a debate about why they're called teetotalers. Right. Um, some people say it's because people who were in the society would sign their name and then write a T next to it because they were in the Temperance Society. And then other people um, attribute it to a member named Turner, Dickie Turner. I'm pretty sure, um, who once at the end of a meeting declared. 
I'm reading directly, <laughs> um, declared, quote, I'll be reet down out and t-t-total forever. Or t-t-total forever. I don't know how I said it. I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there? Nope. I was not one of the original teetotalers, but um, I bet I Julie do agree. loves Dickie. <laughs> I do agree with abstaining from all lip- liquors of an intoxicating quality. Besides medicine. Except as medicine. Except as medicine. Love it. Okay, well, I think I read the synopsis last time, so if you want to go for it. Yeah, um, yeah. This episode came out October 30th, 2006. This is season one, episode five. Get her done. Get her done. Get her done. And what is our IMDb synopsis? While only two days away from their next game, Coach Taylor still doesn't know who to start as quarterback. And Jason still doesn't know that his best friend is spending a lot of time with his girlfriend. Yeah, they're just shopping together and, you know, know. playing chess. It's kind of scandalous. (laughs) So, yeah, we get some Tim and Lila time this episode. We We get another football game. This is like the first game since the pilot. Or, no. No, we had the second game, the Arnett Mead. Right, that they lose... Yeah, but we I did guess definitely this is the get first more. game they win again. Yeah. yeah. More football this time. It was kind of a nice, I mean, it was a little bit of a filler episode, but yeah. I kind of like, I think that we needed a filler episode at this point. There's been a lot going on. I agree. Yeah, I still thought it was solid. I still cried. You know, it's all good. <laughs> cried the whole time from the oh. beginning to the end. Wow. Okay. Was there something <laughs> else going on in your personal life? <laughs> yes, I had no heat on in my part. <laughs> your tears froze to your face. <laughs> but seriously like I remember grabbing my water bottle my like metal canteen water bottle in the night and it was like freezing cold I was like ah I, I thought I had touched like you know when you touch something really cold it feels like it's burn burning yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Jim this garlic bread is cold <laughs> that is season three oh, the office that, that glare coming off of Angela's crucifix it's blinding uh, All right, yeah, should this, we do... was a, this was a nice episode. Yeah, it was pleasant. I agree. Should we do some Texas things? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Texas is a place I do love to be. Love it. Love it. Okay. <clears throat> I loved Julie's uh, comment about Texas so much. I was like, this is exactly... How I feel about Texas. Let me yes. play the clip. Hold on. Texas isn't even a state. Technically, it's a republic. It'd be nice to live somewhere that's actually a part of this planet. <laughs> It'd be nice to live somewhere that's actually, actually part, a part of this, of this planet. planet. I definitely agree with that. Being yeah. in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Texas is, again, the size of a country and is mm-hmm. basically its own country. Yep. So that was pretty good. Although. That was good. Is Texas, Texas is technically a state, right? It's not yeah, a, no. That was just like something they tried to do, right? Okay, maybe we put this in the next fact check. But yeah, maybe the <laughs> okay. Republic of Texas is when they tried to secede. But like we're included in, in all 50 states <laughs> yes. plus Dominican Republic and whatever. No, Carly. Uh, what, else do, what else do we have? <laughs> um, oh, Not Dominican Republic, oh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is our extra territory or whatever. I thought we had another one. Probably. Don't quiz me on geography. It's my, it's my worst <laughs> when subject. I got, when I got to college and they like evaluate your high school education, like what courses 
you like didn't get that you'd need to have I guess to be an adult yeah one of mine was geography yeah I had to take it in college <laughs> I mean I'll take like little geography quizzes online sometimes so I can <laughs> I do so bad the BuzzFeed ones yeah <laughs> well I was literally talking strong suit. no I was talking last night about the United the United Arab Emirates or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like is that a group of countries and they were like no it's just like a country and I was like oh I thought it was like like Middle Eastern kind countries of, mixed. I thought it was like a conglomerate situation yeah. as well. Well, it's not. Whoops. Anyway, um, let's not embarrass <laughs> ourselves any further. <laughs> I literally had two notes for Texas. Oh, and I, okay. So when I take my notes, I put like, you know, Texas things, fashion, whatever. For this, I just put Texas forever <laughs> for this section. Um, but I did love um, Voodoo talking about how he's tired of hearing about the great state of Texas because that is literally my friends at Belmont because somehow when I went to school in Nashville, I found a bunch of friends from Texas. Like I did know a couple people before, but the other ones we just like found. And then the ones that weren't from Texas like hated that we were from Texas. Like they yeah. would like ask where we're from. We're like, oh, we're all from Texas. And they were like, and we're not. Like they didn't even care where they were from. They were just like, we're not from Texas. <laughs> we're not from there. We don't want to hear about it anymore. That is funny. I got similar. Although when I was leaving Texas at 18, <clears throat> I was like really wanting to leave Texas. Yeah. And to also hide the fact that I was from Texas. You did. Um, I remember when we went to Bonnaroo, you're like, I'm from from Denver. And I was like, you're not, but okay. I I'll still like, say I'll that. let you have it. I mean, now you can, but like you've been there for like less than a year. Or I would say, I would say I, I live in Denver or yes, I live in Colorado. I live in, yes, yeah. And then something else would come up and I'd be like, oh yeah, I grew up in Texas. And they're like, oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, just, just let it go. It's <laughs> but I remember hiding y'all. Like I never, I taught myself how to not say y'all, um, which sounds, when I told my mom that she was like, oh, that is so sad. And I was like, well, it wasn't just me. Like when I would say it, I would literally get made fun of. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody says y'all in, in other states all of the time. But if you're from Texas and you say it and you have like the slightest twang, they are, are just going to rip you apart. They're going to come at you. Um, I mean, they're not mean, but they're just like, oh, ha, 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 y'all. You know, it just got so annoying. And I was yeah. really trying to like not be the girl that's from Texas. And especially in Colorado, there's a lot of animosity towards Texas because of the way that they treat our ski slopes. Um, oh, where they do like put beer on it? <laughs> but no, that, we do that. <laughs> oh, right, right. Uh, no, they just flood the slopes. They're terrible skiers. They don't know all of the like, you know, it's like there are driving rules and etiquette. There are ski- there's skiing etiquette. They also like, they look stupid. There, there's like a fashion world in in the ski yes. world. Yeah. And they always wear like the wrong clothes. They wear freaking denim. They wear jeans over what? their ski boots. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, don't even. Oh, yeah. All of the time. This isn't just like here and there. Wow. All of the time. And they don't wear goggles. They wear their stupid fishing sunglasses. Um, That's horrible. I would just like to say horrible. I was a Texan that skied in Colorado and I was not that great at it, but I did wear legit goggles and I did not wear jeans. Good. And you probably didn't like cut people off, no. jump in the uh, jump places in the line for the lifts. No. They're just typically they don't get a good reputation here. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> that sentiment is funny. Although it resonated. Voodoo is only from Louisiana. He was like, I hate the food. I hate the music. I was like, is it that different? I mean, I would say it's different because you know, 
Louisiana, I feel like, has its own culture, especially New Orleans. Yeah. Like, I, I would get if he was from, like, Oklahoma or, like, Tennessee or something where it was, like... That's fair. It's not that different, but I do feel like New Orleans has, like, jazz music and just kind of, I don't know, different kind of types of culture. So, yeah, I did. I did get that. But that's the that's only time true, true, true. I have felt bad for doo-doo. <laughs> for doo-doo. I mean, I didn't feel bad. Just, like, connected with him, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did. I did agree with him there. And I also yeah. kind of agreed with them. It made me understand. I mean, I still don't like think that he should behave the way he behaves. He was a feisty little fucker in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of get where he was coming from. He's like, this isn't my home. Like, I don't right. care about you guys. I don't live here. Like, um, I mean, it was definitely harsh, but I kind of got where he was coming from. He's like, I don't ca- I'm not connected to you guys. Yeah. This is a, this this is is a launching pad. marriage. Yes. Yeah. That I was agree. a good line. Yeah. Um, the only other Texas thing I have is um, I just love the oil rig guy. He's like, I'm out here to look at a rig. <laughs> yep, that's what I put. I said the oil conversation when he says it's uh, Tyra was like a destroyed my dad and it's worse than crack or whatever. Worse than crack. Yeah, yeah I mean, I the oil to. business is is very much Boom part of bust, the culture baby. down there. Yeah. But also, I, I mean, I'd be curious to hear from any of our listeners if you like really grew up in really small town Texas but I, I don't, I've never really heard of it destroying towns like that. Like, I feel like oil towns stay oil towns and like the money is there. Yeah, I guess it's, I mean, this is me speaking out of my total ass, but like <laughs> my total, <laughs> my, ass. my complete ass. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's kind of a almost kind of like a gambling business like you Mm. kind of you put too much stock in one area because you think there's going to be a ton of oil and people kind of like rip people off and stuff I don't know that's true yeah um but I did I loved that sunset when they were just like eating out by the car that was very Texas yes and you can hear the train the faint Mm -hmm. train noises again like then we (laughs) I wrote train train I love it. But also it did kind of crack me up that that was just one of those like really tiny uh, oil rigs that go, or it's not, it wasn't like a real rig. It was just like one of those tiny wells that gets built on personal property. Like you see those everywhere. Uh, Like my friend's yard had one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny Um, when you, I was thinking about our, I think we talked about in our first episode about how giant the sky is in Texas. And I was, I was like in, I mean, literally in the most quintessential part of Texas, it's Fredericksburg. It's like right by Saint, oh, like San yeah. Antonio and Houston. You were just back in the big old state. I was. I posted a little picture on our story. There were some beautiful sunsets, but it was literally, mm. the sky is, it's just so much bigger. And I forget it's that huge. it's so much bigger there. It's huge. <laughs> and the best part is we rented this Airbnb and the lady was like, um, just be sure to close the gate because the cows will get in. And we we're like, what? <laughs> And literally, sure enough, when we got there, we like opened the gate, we closed it back up. I didn't know how to close it because I'm a, you know, city slicker. I had to get one of the girls. (laughs) But then we went in and then we were going to dinner and there were all these cows and the girl that like rode horses a lot and stuff and is used to it. She's like, I got it. She like got out of the car. She was like, shoot. (laughs) And the cows were like, like moved away. (laughs) So we're like, we can go to dinner. That's amazing. It was great. It was like, it was, I needed that Texas fix. Yeah, seriously. It was great. Um, I remember the first time Juno, my dog, I took her to Texas and we were like doing something Texasy. I think we were uh, shooting skeet. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is super fun, by yes. the way. I've never done it. I've only shot targets. Oh, next time we're in Texas at the same time together, I bet I could figure oh, out a way for us to go. Let's do it. Which it's we should really tell fun. our listeners shooting skeet is like clay pigeons. 
that's I mean it's kind of synonymous. They're not it, pigeons though. It's confusing. Okay. I was very confused when I first went. Right. It's just a, cl- it's just pieces a clay of clay. disc. Yeah. I was like, wait, it's not a pigeon. And then every man next to me started laughing, and I was like. I'm sorry. It's called a fucking pigeon. I thought it would be a pigeon. Is right. that so silly? <laughs> Is that crazy? Yeah, it's, it's skeet or clay pigeon. You say either, yeah. and it's orange usually, right? So you can see it really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They just you say Paul, and yeah. then somebody really far away pulls it and it shoots up into the sky. Shoot oh, it. let's a hundred percent do that over Christmas. It is really fun. Yeah. It's my. It's the most fun way to do guns. I don't understand why we have to shoot things set. Are not clay are pigeons. Alive. The clay pigeons are fine. <laughs> yeah. Let's just shoot that. Let's stick to that. <laughs> Although I will say, for full disclosure, I have been hunting many times. Just not big game. I don't like doing yeah, what, have you... what, I, what I call real animals. <laughs> <laughs> so what, like birds? What have you killed? Yeah. I've just done duck hunting and quail hunting. Okay. That's 100% what I would do. I could not kill yeah. anything else. And even the ducks uh, was a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Like... If you don't really get it very good. Yeah, you have uh, to like shoot it a But few luckily times. my uncle was there, so he would just he was just like, ah, just look away. I know. I'm um, sorry. The yeah. Texas trope and kind of just the southern thing of like a guy sh- they like shoot a deer and they all pose behind it. I hate it. I'm like I don't. you do what you want to do, but like don't post about it. It looks really I bad. I agree. Yeah. And I will say I've met a lot of hunters, even here in Colorado, who do it. The, like a way that I feel like is respectful mm-hmm. when it's not it's like less sporty and it's more because like there is hunting that is important for like yeah. certain wildlife control like boar hunting even duck hunting and oh, yeah. deer Boars hunting. are vicious yeah um get them out and like when you get the permits and you're uh like a co-worker of mine shout out Jose he does not listen to this <laughs> um but he does bow hunting yeah. And it's really cool. He like goes into the backcountry for like days and days and hunt literally hunts by like scent and eyeballs, I guess. Uh elk and and takes them down with a bow and he'll cover like 60 miles hunting them for days. It's like kind of I was like that's cool. cool. That's cool. I respect yeah. that. Yeah, that's some <laughs> And then he carries shit. it all on his back, all the meat and everything. He like dresses it there, puts it all on his back and like carries it back out of the country and it's really intense. <laughs> He also runs that's ultra the way to marathons, do it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, anywho, that's all I have for Texas stuff. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to do a little? F- I have a couple notes for fashion. If you want, I have some fashion. Okay. Fashion. fashion. Very chic. Very. Uh, very elegant. Who's the name I'm looking for? <laughs> Give me a second. Ah, very Miranda. Oh, Miranda Priestley. <laughs> Miranda's office. I have Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all You're not going Devil to Prada. I'm so much better than you. <laughs> that is Michael Scott quoting Devil Wears Prada. Yes, 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 yes. You're not going to Paris. You're not going to Paris. I'm so much better than you. <laughs> Get me Armani on the phone. <laughs> okay, yeah. So fashion. Okay, this was kind of weird, but Lila's running outfit right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really cute, and it was just refreshing to see an attractive young woman on TV not dressed in a sexual way, like, for one second. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just, like, in a normal tank top and shorts, going for a and run. And it was, like, modest. It, like, came high up, like, no yeah. cleavage. Just, like, a nice, like, teenage girl running outfit. <laughs> and yeah. I, it was very refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, too. I said I, I just love a good Tim button-down. 
mm. when they're getting dressed I, after their little tryst. I tryst? I mean, the nice. fact that Tim is either in like workout clothes or a t-shirt or his button downs, I'm just like, mm, I'm here for it. I wrote in the fashion section that I was a fan of Tim's lack of clothing in this episode. Yes. Agreed. Mm. I like, I like when he he's putting like, on his socks. Mm. <laughs> Sexy socks. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is like the ideal male body type for me. That like, yeah. I don't like super buff and I, do, I, I don't mind if they're like not that fit either. Right. But I love the like kind of skinny, really lean muscle. Yes, I agree. Did I just say muscle? <laughs> he has very lean muscles. <laughs> very lean muscles. Very lean. No, I agree. He's not like too ripped. He's not beefy. Mm-hmm. He's just like lean and really fit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I, I'm the same way with you. I don't need muscles in my life. I feel like it's kind of the you way that muscles. like, I don't need muscles in my life. I feel like it's the way that guys think about um, the twins. You know, they, they're they like, if there's big ones, that's great. But like, I don't yeah. like need them. That's how I feel about muscles for the guys. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Although there's a, a level of skinny that I... It's kind of hard to contend It's my with. breaking point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need them to weigh more than me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, did you like, I, I wrote down, so when Julie and Matt are chatting after school, which is a super cute scene, yeah. we'll get to it, but uh, Julie, what did I write? Okay, <laughs> I, I like wrote two things in the wrong section on my page and then I copied them to the right section, but I like mixed them together into one on accident. Gotcha. I was going to bring up Tyra's bejeweled tank top and Julie's toms, but I wrote Julie's bejeweled toms. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved Julie's, uh, they're like boot cut. They're, they're just like good old flare jeans yeah. um, and her toms, which is like, I just feel like that was totally how my older sister dressed in most of my memory, and I thought it was super cute. Yeah, she was cute. Speaking of Tyra, I put Tyra's hotel outfit with little asterisk mm-hmm. fire emoji. She looked real yeah. good. That girl looks good in Hunter Green. Yes, and she had the. Damn. She finally toned down the bling from the pilot episode. It was like just <laughs> enough bling. I wrote Tyra's more adjusted necklaces. <laughs> she's she's more adjusted necklace wise. <laughs> um agreed love it uh oh the last thing i have is that lila's game day braids were so cute yes oh my gosh i wish i had enough hair to do she had like double fringe braids and then to where they just turn into ponytails at Mm. the end i don't have enough hairs but i don't know how to braid so we both are struggling i can't do anything carly i can't i can put my (laughs) hair i can put my hair in a ponytail that is it it's I'm not very sad. hair adept either. I just found out recently, like Jenny just taught me how to curl my hair. I still don't and know. And Kelsey, like I am 26. Ago. I don't know how. I have a curling iron. I've tried. It looks horrendous when I do it. Like I cannot do it. <laughs> well, my friends still laugh at me because apparently I curl both sides the same way. Oh, LOL. I like. I don't even know what that means. I I don't know how to fix it. I feel I you. <laughs> Okay, this might have just been me, but when when you were really little, do you remember like putting your shirt, your t-shirt that you're about to put on face down and then putting it on and then the logo being in the front felt like magic because we didn't understand how things like twisted? Maybe that was just me. I still do that. (laughs) When I'm like trying to make things easier, I flip my my shirt around to wear the fact that I'm just going to like, I did that today. Yeah. So sometimes I still get confused about space and time. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't understand how, I feel like when I switch to the other side of my hair, I turn to where it's still curling outwards, but then it always turns the same way. Yes. So whatever. No, I do it exactly how they tell me. And then when I like let go of the thing, my hair is straight, straight, straight. And then like crunchy at the bottom. Like it looks hor- <laughs> And my hair curls really well. Like it's not my hair. It is me. <laughs> it's bad. But that is, maybe uh, that'll be my quarantine uh, project. Braiding is good and you would like it because that's the best way to get your hair out of your face. And oh. like it sets it really nice. Like I before I go camping, I put my hair in braids. Yes. Uh, any sort of like long sweaty activity or time where you're not going to be able to wash your hair much, braids are. <laughs> I learned how to braid with Jessica McCoy. Oh, Shout cute. Out. Love it. We she we really wanted to learn how to French braid and we like looked up a YouTube video and just like figured it out. <laughs> See, I would do that and I'd be like, <laughs> I couldn't have done it if Jessica had yeah. been there because she's like good at that stuff. <laughs> I was always that girl that like we'd have sleepovers and then including Jessica and other people, they'd be like, oh, let's give Monica a makeover. And I'd be like, uh-huh. oh, I know. It was like, do I need You're like, one? no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then I you look back never... at photos and you're like, yeah, I, I did need one. <laughs> uh, last year, I like asked my friend Jenny for a couple of like real, I'm using air quotes, quote unquote, real makeup suggestions because I just yes. buy the like $1 makeup eyeliner thing I'm not good at makeup no I'm worse I do the at same thing every time hair. and then I just do like more of it for a special occasion yeah <laughs> I'm like okay this is an evening dinner I'll do double the eyeliner I did this right morning. right I'll make the eyeshadow a little like higher yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but I like went and bought like a little bit nicer than the two dollar makeup I usually buy yeah and I went to work and I shit you not like 10 people were like Carly you look so great today and I'm like what the hell do I just walk around every day looking like shit right right (laughs) oh my mom gave me the best like backhanded compliment over New Year's because the day of New Year's I like had my hair pulled back and like a baggy sweatshirt on and just like looked really bad and then the day of New Year's oh oh, like New Year's Eve no New New Year's Eve Eve. we were together (laughs) we were and so they left to like visit someone and I got ready and then they came and picked me up and mom goes, oh my God, you clean up so well. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. My mom always does the like, you look so good, but there's always like a hint of surprise behind it. She's like, oh, you look so nice. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that tone? Just say it normal. <laughs> always the tone of surprise. Yes. <laughs> that is Ron uh. Weasley. Um, yeah, do we want to? Do you have any more fashion? Nope, that's all my fashion. Already. Okay, I keep meaning to say this. Um, it's not a music fact, but guess who from Friday Night Lights is from Fort Worth and went to Heights? Oh my God, I, I. It's someone you claim you hate, but you clearly don't. I feel like I just looked this up the other day, and I was like, they're from Fort Worth. Who is it? It's Matt's grandma. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. Oh, there's she another one. She went to Heights. She went to Heights. Somebody somewhere. Mm. Somebody just told me some. somebody's from Fort Worth, and it was a really famous actor. Wait, that's in Friday Night Lights or just in general? Now I can't remember. I just have the, <laughs> whatever. Oh, Carly, this is a Friday Night Lights podcast, so we're talking about. <laughs> no, Monica, this podcast is about the NFL. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, we've been really off topic. Yeah, every seriously. Episode. <laughs> we only talk about that show. Weird. Um, there was some really good music in this episode. I agree. So this episode 
had, yeah, I had a ton of music. I feel like this had the most songs of an episode so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they ranged from 1974 to 2006. Ooh, early. Yeah. And again, the only Texas act is Explosions, Explosions in the Sky. Explosions in the Sky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was actually a good amount of um, UK bands this time. Ooh. Yeah. But of course, my favorite song was at the very beginning of this episode yes. when Lila runs over to Tim's and it is All This Time by Heartless Bastards. So good. So And love it. This is not really a spoiler because you don't know anything. But um, they might <laughs> don't make, know anything. You don't. You don't know anything. They might make a cameo in a future episode. <gasps> the heartless you, bastards. Yeah. You mean Tim? I'll tell Just you kidding. later. <laughs> such a heartless oh, bastard. Such a heartless bastard. is the best word to say in a Brooklyn accent. Bastard. Oh, or like when my dad was not wearing his mask. And the city and someone goes, put your damn mask on. <laughs> Do you know? Why are you barking? She didn't like what I yelled. <laughs> she can't hear you. Is she a bastard? Was that triggering? <laughs> no, she like never barks. Which, no, she's a bitch. I'm like, <laughs> she's a bitch, not a she's bastard. A bitch. Yeah, yeah. She, she like literally never barks. And when she does, it's always just that single like woof. And then yeah. she always looks surprised with herself. She's like, Woof. Oh, oh I, I, was that me? <laughs> was that a bork? <laughs> was that me? <laughs> um, that's all I have for music. I don't really have any fun facts. It was just a good, solid episode. Mm, yeah, I really yeah. loved that. Mm-hmm. I love that song. That's one of the other ones that I remember super specifically from Friday Night Lights, like Devil Town. Yes. I think it's on one of the soundtracks. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So, that'll be on the playlist. Everybody follow. Yeah, follow the playlist. It's great. It's on Spotify called TX Forever Playlist. Yes. Um, what's next? Let's do, we want to do Tammy. Yeah, let's do Tammy time. So there's this great scene. I didn't pull this clip, but they're, I think they're at, the, oh, they are. They're at the Applebee's because this is when Tyra meets her little man piece and Tammy oh, just yes. comes in and Eric's looking at bride. her. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Sorry. Child bride. Child <laughs> bride. Tammy comes in and Eric's looking at a play on his piece of paper. He's like studying some papers for football and she comes in and she grabs him, puts her down her shirt and goes, she you can forage, forage for them for later. That later. Yeah. I was like, I Damn. love that too. Yeah. I just wrote napkin in the bra. Yes. Um, okay. One of the other things I noted in Tammy time is that I found the first flaw in Tammy Taylor. She has She has none. a flaw, y'all. No. Guess what? She was smacking her gum. <laughs> Wait, in what scene? Which I consider a deep personal flaw. Um, when she's standing in the doorway to Eric's office and she's like, are you going to come home for dinner tonight? <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> smacking away, which my mother in tam, classic tam. T- 
Texas uh, Bible Belt fashion used to always say lowers a woman IQ, a woman's IQ by 10 points when you smack your gum. Wow. And well, to this thing. day, I'm still too terrified to chew gum. <laughs> I don't chew gum. It gives me a headache. Oh, I don't so. chew gum either. There you go. Except for when I'm running for a really long time. Yeah. To, as, as my friend Kelsey, who also runs, says, put some liquid in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was like a really random Tammy moment at the very end. It would just like cut to the scene of them in the kitchen. And it just was so cute and like so normal. I want to get those um, that chocolate covered blackberries. That sounds good. It's just so cute. That sounds yeah. good. It does sound good. And that's like so something that would like happen in my house. Just like walking around like, oh, let's get those chocolate covered whatever. Those look good. I know. Oh, damn. Every week I forget. Okay. Next week I'm going to write it down. But some of those lines, I really want to look at the script to see like some of that just like casual banter that they have that makes yes. the scenes feel so real. I do want to, because I bet they write. I just wonder if they give a direction for them to improv right. or if they write it or if they don't write anything. I know. Yeah. If it just says like improvise here or yeah. there's actual lines and they just like go off book. But I didn't look it up. So I'll do it. Next time. <sighs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, oh, did you pull the clip? I didn't. So <laughs> if you didn't, <laughs> we can cut it out. But when she talks about when she's talking to Coach T about who she who he's gonna play no well it's, it's fine but she just says this really cute line well first of all she's helping coach t um decide if he's gonna play saracen or voodoo and she just has this really grounding conversation with him she's like well play voodoo or no she goes play saracen and he's like i can't play saracen and then she says okay then play voodoo he goes i don't want to play voodoo yeah she goes okay start me <laughs> yeah that's so cute he's like he's like ha, 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 i wish i could start you <laughs> i know and then we get the like super sexy eric taylor laugh yes i know it's so um, rare you I gotta cherish it. cherish it cherish um, it um and then also finally somebody uh puts the what's the phrase called when you pressure somebody you put the somethings to them the the iron maybe Anyway, she puts the pressure on Tyra, I mean, Lila. Lila. Um, finally, yeah. by asking her um, about her college plans, which I actually pulled that clip so we can play. Oh, perfect. But, you know, I was actually thinking, separate from that, what you might want to do. <laughs> uh, I guess with Jason's recovery and all, I really haven't had the time to give that much thought. To I know, I know. I yeah. guess I, what I was asking was, you know, aside from Jason, aside, what like, are you planning what to do? What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. She said it um, so well, too. Like, wasn't like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Like, I mean, not that she would. Like, are you just kidding? like, <laughs> what the fuck? But just like, you know, uh, you know, separate from Jason, what do you, what are your dreams? Because Lila's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I don't have any. And I need to figure out what those are. Well, and I love that moment, too, because we know that Lila's also wrestling with her actions as of late um and i think that like deciding to go to it all of the there's like a bunch of things right now that are symbolizing to her like letting go of jason which i feel like picking out her own college like picking out her own guy even like going on a run yeah she that was like kind of a big deal her mom was like oh good for you you know and she's no hospital today right like so everything in her every decision she's making gets thrown into this black and white like jason or not jason decision yeah um 
So I love that she just didn't really even answer Tammy. She It was just kind of silent, and then it cut to the next scene. Yeah, I know. It, the seeds are being planted for Lila's independence, which I really like. Exactly. A, a Lila tree shall grow. Maybe. Yes, we shall see. <laughs> I also loved, I don't know when this was, but I just have a note that says, that Tammy said, tell Buddy to suck it. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't hear that? Yeah, she says it at some point. That. It was great. <laughs> Classic Tammy. Classic Tam Tam. Um, yeah, I think that's all, all I had. I loved the napkin and the boob. Yep. <laughs> I love the idea of Tammy Taylor starting the next game. Same. As <laughs> Tammy one. Yeah. What if, what if it was this whole like feminist plot, you know, and, and a you know it's ageism and feminism, just like all all, all at once. One. I would love to play back. fullback with Tammy. Mm. You know, get a little tackle tackle drills in. Yeah, just I want kidding. to. Be... I'm not gonna sexually assault Tammy <laughs> or Connie Britton, but well, I'm just thinking like Tim's the fullback, so like she and him could like tag team it, and I could just like be embraced by both of them. <laughs> We do get some Tim Tammy, uh, or at least like interaction. We get to see them like joking around together later in the show. But yeah, wait, what? What was it? Do you want me to say it? You'll just have to cut it out. Oh, later in the show. Sorry, I think oh, in yeah, the episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, later in the show. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I oh, do. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I have for Tammy. Me too. Tammy Tam. Shall we review the tape? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you. Sorry, this is not a part of Review the Tape, but it is important news. Um, and it's not an ad. But I started doing HelloFresh. Oh, isn't it great? I got my first box today. Okay, it's okay. It is wonderful, but it is an addiction. And I, speaking really? as a former addict, I just want you to be careful <laughs> because this is how they get you. Like you so, just keep ordering more and more boxes. Well, you just get this coupon, right? And you're like, oh, okay, let me try three meals or whatever. And then you sign up. And the great thing is you can skip and stuff. But like, I would have to set alerts for myself, like skip this week. You can't afford it this mm. week, you know. And then they would just keep sending me gift cards. And I finally had to put them uh, in the trash. And I was like, I'm done with this. But it is a wonderful journey. And I learned a lot about a cooking. And it's awesome. Well, I'm excited about this journey for me. I won't be aware of any signs of, of addiction. Perfect. Although I did want to do a food service before this. So I like budgeted for the regular full amount before I found out about the coupon thing. Okay, you're a step ahead of me. So that's But good. the tricky part is that I can, I can only like just barely afford it. So I have yeah. to be really good about, like I think I'll save money on food as long as I am not grocery shopping on top of my boxes. Right. Because usually, I mean, done. it definitely gives you two meals, sometimes even three if it was like yeah. kind of a hearty thing. So it can be cost effective. So we'll see. And it's um, so good. The ingredients they give you, the meat. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very good. It's already really cute. Like all the different little boxes. Yeah, it's all measured out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, tangent. Back to review the tape. Yes. So I kind of have a number of things Lovely. for this week. So the director for this episode was Mark Piznarski. <laughs> Which, I don't know why. It just, Pesnarski. It sounds like a robot computer thing. Yeah. Um, But he has directed some random stuff. He directed an episode of Madam Secretary, which is a show I've never seen, but it's always on my freaking Netflix autoplay thing. And it always starts playing. And I'm like, ah, no, fuck you, Madam Secretary. Like, I don't (laughs) want to watch you. 
Um, but he only directed one episode. Um, he's directed a lot of like early 2000s um, like girl stuff. Like he directed a bunch of episodes of Gossip Girl okay. um, and 90210. And then he's directed a couple episodes of Veronica Mars. Oh, which I want to binge at some point. I know. I need to watch it for real. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's Mark Piznarski. Piznarski. <laughs> Piznarski. <laughs> um, another fun fact is that this week for the Panther football game, yeah. um, the Panthers played a real team. Uh, so this would be whatever. The Panthers, they played um, the A&M Tigers, which is a high school Ooh. team from College Station. Oh, fun. Yeah, well, they're technically called the A&M Consolidated Tigers because they consolidated <laughs> schools and, like, put that in the name of the... I even looked it up, and it's, like, A&M Consolidated. And it, like, it, 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 what's funny guys. is, like, it makes it sound like the Tigers are consolidated, not A&M. I know. It's like the, the Consolidated cons- Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're just a high school team in College Station, um, and I thought that was cool because their colors were, like, kind of maroon or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Um. But I did think that was interesting because there was one shot in the football game that really stood out to me. I mean, obviously, they, like, put a lot of effort into it because it was Smash's winning touchdown. Yes. uh, When they get get the two-point conversion at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, Which was such a freaking awesome shot. Like, we'll pull a still for it from it uh, for the Instagram post for this episode. But it was so great. Like, Smash goes all the way up into the air, and then the other player blocks him, and he, like, rolls over the guy's back and like flips right into the end zone it was really well done so good um and i love that so go uh consolidated tigers yes um another thing i thought was funny is i was just like reading the because av club does reviews of each episode and some girl commented she was it was from 2006 so she was watching it at the time and she was like just gushing about how much she loved the show and she described the show in this way that I thought was very astute. She said, this show is just so awesomely sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was awesomely like, that's so sad. much of Peterberg. Yes, seriously. I awesomely sad. Um, okay, I kind of want to talk about Connor, uh, Tyra's child bride. Um, yes. Although technically Tyra is the child in this situation, but the guy sure. looks and the bride. <laughs> so young. He does. He's the guy from uh, Suits, right? I was about to say he yeah. is the guy from Suits, and isn't he, he married? Thunder. Oh shit! <laughs> and he married to um, girl from Pretty Little Liars, I think. Uh, the I don't know, but he was in an episode of character. a few episodes of Pretty Little Liars, so maybe. Yeah, I think he's married to Spencer. Um, but yeah, he's the guy from Suits. He's he's also in the TV show version of The Right Stuff, which I've heard about, oh. but I've never seen. And then he was also in an episode of Lost, which then, of course, I was like, wait, what? So yeah. I went on this deep rabbit hole journey. But he's like a super obscure character who's talking to John Locke, who I always call Creed. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. They're literally the same person. Literally the same. My favorite is, I don't know why this phrase makes me laugh so much, Um because this was before John Locke had his weird, you know, like he becomes someone else thing. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Sarah Moore was like, I don't know. I forget what happens, but he just gives me the heapy cheapies. <laughs> I love heapy cheapies. <laughs> gives me the heapy cheapies. He gives me the heapy cheapies. Oh, he does. He's um, so yes, very Creed vibes there. Yes, Creed vibes. But yeah, um, Connor, that his the actor's name is Patrick Adams. But yeah, he's the suits dude. He's such a Patrick. Um, I know, right? Yeah. Classic Patrick. 
Um, and then the only other thing I noted is that I caught a few shots like this that I feel like I haven't noticed before. Mm-hmm. They just remind me so much of The Office. And obvi- Wait, this was... What? Where was The Office during in 2006? I think just starting. Let me check while you talk. Um, but they did a couple of like behind the blinds shots. Like I, spe- I feel like they're especially starting to do this now that Tammy and Eric both have offices on campus and they're like uh, kind of creating variety in the different shots that they get of them in their office. And there were a few like shots where they're filming in between the blinds of the window into the office. Yes. And it's just like no matter what they're talking about or how serious it is, this, when I see a shot like that, I'm just like, boom, the office. <laughs> yes, because it's my favorite when they're like, talking about something personal and he like closes the yes. blinds but the cameraman finds the little track and, gets <laughs> and you can like see them like get pulled apart <laughs> yes okay i thought it was 0405 it's um office started in 05 so they were in their second season oh, okay cool in 06 they were still little bubbas little bubbas little mm-hmm. um and that is all oh no wait i have one more note uh we already kind of talked about it a little bit but i just love the intro for this episode so much it was so well done um, a good intro is like, obviously, maybe has some good music, but it, you know, an intro for a TV episode kind of reminds me of how uh, of breakfast. <laughs> like you need, <laughs> you need something like people like something sweet, something different than they usually eat for breakfast. It like wakes them up. It like <laughs> makes you pay attention during the day. Yeah, and I felt like that's how I, I think about. TV intros or just intros to anything. It needs to be something that grabs you, sustains you, gets yes. you invested in the right. day. Um, but there was like fresh music. Lila is like out for a run, which isn't something that we usually see. Right. Um, she stops by Tim Riggins' house, which is obviously like a surprise. She's hesitant to knock on the door. Yes. And that song is awesome. I just thought it was like a really fresh, fresh intro. I agree. Yeah. I felt like it felt different from all the other episodes mm-hmm. that we started. Like a nice, refreshing sip of orange juice in yes, the morning. Yes, in the morning. That's all I have for Review the Tape. Love it. I love that. So I'm going to monsplain some football. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> the section is really sad today. It's not not very robust. <laughs> I literally was trying to, you know, there's a lot going on in practice. And I heard hit the V and then I couldn't figure out what that was. What is it? I'm, hit the B? Hit the V. And now I'm surprised that nothing pornographic came up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you search hit the V in Google? <laughs> I said hit the V football. Okay. But um, I'm wondering if it's when like two receivers like run away from each other or whatever. Yeah. Like that would make sense. But I'm also like, which which one are you hitting? I don't know. So um, yeah, if weird. you know about that, let me know. Or maybe I just misheard it. Anyway, the only other thing I said was so we have this great football game this um episode it's the first one they've won since the pilot and when matt gets put back in which we'll talk about later he it's they're kind of scrambling for time they don't have a ton of time to catch up and in high school football in college the clock stops if you get your first down so they were like rushing to get the first down he kept like passing these kind of short passes to smash just so he could gain some yards and they can get there and so i thought it only stops if you go out of bounds Oh, no. oh, on the first down. In the first down, it two? actually, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it stops, it stops really temporarily when you go out of bounds, and you got to reset and do the next oh. play. But once you get a first down, it's like more of a break. 
Yeah. Um, but that only happens in high school and college. It doesn't happen in an NFL. Oh. Yeah. Because this is an that. NFL podcast. So wait, tell us about two point conversions. Oh, yeah. So this is pretty basic. But again, if you don't know anything Some of you guys about are football, stupid. some of you guys are real dumb. <laughs> so <laughs> um, when you get a touchdown, it's only six points. And then you can either kick a field goal for one point or you can go for two. So they could have either just tied the game and that would have been safe for them. But they decided to go for two and kind of the moment they realize the players are really tired. He's like, look at him. Like we got him right where we want him. And they're kind of tired and scrambling and kind of over it. And so they can kind of trick them with this play and smash is just like on fire. It's like when, when a player mm-hmm. has momentum, it's just like keep feeding that. So yeah. they let Matt and smash go for two and it's successful. So they win the game. Go for two. Um, Get her done. That. And they then don't not got to her tack done. on to Monsplain, but just to circle back uh, a few episodes ago. What? A few episodes ago, uh, we talked about recruiting uh, rules and about how, like, when they were talking to Voodoo in his hotel room, they were like, really? Buddy Garrity was super skirting the line. Um, And then here at the very end of this episode, we see um, that they that did not go unnoticed. Um, I feel like I feel like I'm not surprised that that flag that that was a a red flag, um, (laughs) a flag on the for the violation people or whatever because he was like the main quarterback they, he was the talk of the town yeah he was clearly like a displaced person from Katrina so he like I, I I was unsurprised but yeah so they're getting looked into for recruiting violations which is what we already told you about was illegal so exactly. don't make we me say knew. it again. yeah <laughs> and I honestly don't remember what happens with that so I'm excited to watch the next episode I kind of don't either yeah TV. Um, cool. So that's it. Love it. Shall we break down the ep? Yeah. Yeah. My first note is love this intro, which I already said. Yes. So good. We see Lila run over to Tim. She's finally starting to do her own thing. Mm-hmm. And I love, yeah, I love the hesitation in the front yard. She's like, do I want to go in? Do mm-hmm. I not? And I said, um, I got to say that I love how smitten Tim is. I wrote that down too. his little yeah. smile when he sees who it is walking through the door oh, oh my god that I was know. really cute I was just clearly like little chill I just did because so I'm like okay I mean I know we don't condone adultery or anything um well it's not adultery. it's not adultery not I mean they're basically married what does Michael say BFD engaged and married BFD never ever ever give up oh um yeah obviously what they're doing it's not cool but yeah. it's clearly more than a physical thing for them and especially for Tim which is just like we haven't seen Tim like that yet and it's really sweet yeah his little smile although I was <laughs> when she knocks on the door this is this is how quiet he was when he like he does not know who is at his door this is probably like 7 a.m it's before school right he just goes yeah <laughs> and she just walks in I was like what if that was like the UPS guy right <laughs> I also love that when he pulls out the stool, it's so damn loud because that's so true. <laughs> Whenever you pull it's out the true. stool, it's like. <laughs> uh, okay, so I almost put that in the, my review the tape section, but yeah. I thought it was too nuanced. But now that you notice it, I wish I had because I noticed the stool too, and I, I think it was really intentional. It was like timed really well with the music, yeah, and it was, it was just like nonverbal communication. There was something really charming about the way he just he so he pulls the stool out for Lila she walks in silently and it just makes this loud dragging noise and I feel like 
a director might just be like, don't pull it that far. It doesn't, that, that's so loud. But right. it clearly was something intentional. And it was just like the way that Tim communicates. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like really sweet. I know. I liked it too. Um, oh, I also, I meant to look it up. I don't think I would be able to find it though. But they, at one moment, show a road sign that's called Panther Road. Um, I wonder if they like had that made or something. Oh, yeah. I doubt that that was like a real road in Dylan. Yeah. Although maybe now it is after the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, And then after that scene, we have the voodoo and Coach Taylor chat, which we kind of talked about the arranged marriage. Um, But I wanted to ask you, (laughs) um, did you like Dudu's audition tape for America's Next Top Model? I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> also, every reality show ever. Right. I'm not here to make friends. I want to win. Here to make friends. <laughs> super cool party people, but you super cool. I do. That okay, is wait, one of my favorite. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. Um, I loved Julie. Before we get into coach taylor and voodoo i loved julie pronouncing puget sound as pudge it's pudget sound that me was too really and it was cute when they like went back to her and she's like puget okay and then she's like embarrassed she was like trying to be all, grown to be up. all yeah i agree that was super cute um yeah okay so i just loved i mean obviously it's irritating to watch voodoo treat coach like that but in that scene like i said before like you do kind of get where he's coming from a tiny bit yeah and he like it was kind of fun to watch somebody really play hardball with Coach. Like, Coach, when he gets into his, like, intense teaching mode, like, he really only has, like, one degree. Yeah. Um, and it just, like, doesn't match with Voodoo. It doesn't get through to him. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like, what, no, nothing Coach Taylor could say, no amount of, like, intensity or emotion he could put into what he's saying will ring true yeah. with Voodoo. So it's just kind of interesting to see, like, Eric... like trying his hardest to get through to this guy he's like are you gonna try are you gonna tell me how important this is to you if you want to be qb and uh he's every move that he pulls voodoo's just like i'm i don't you're you're not resonating with me and i'm not gonna let you in yeah no i agree it is kind of it's not i don't like it but it is interesting to watch coach sailor just being completely stumped at how to you know, get I know. through this. Guy. I get like a, almost a little. Do you ever get like embarrassment, empathy? Yes. <laughs> I get like a little embarrassed for him. I'm like, oh, Ooh, I don't. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, okay, should we talk about Connor Tyra's bow, please? So, okay, um, what do you think the purpose of this plot line was? I was gonna say the same thing. I don't really know. I think that they yeah. like wanted to flesh out Tyra's character. And, like, didn't know what to give her. Yeah. Like, part of me thinks it was kind of pointless. Like, I, for some reason, I have a specific memory of watching this for the first time and just being like, what is this? I remember it really you know? vividly, too. I think it's because there's, like, an out, an outsider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, you know, the very end, I kind of forgot that, like, he is dating someone, which I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. And I forgot that, too. And she's like, I and I have that... a boyfriend, you know, like, and she doesn't. Yeah. And I, I think it just kind of you know, made her more sympathetic. You know, we're starting mm-hmm. to kind of, we started to see that when she visited Jason, but then we're, we're really starting to kind of empathize with her more. And I guess that was like really the only purpose. Yeah. I mean, I think what they did worked, like mm-hmm. you definitely see a softer side of Tyra, even though she's like kind of being a little, a little, uh, Just dumb. 
yeah, she's yeah. just being a silly girl. Yeah. Um, but you do start to kind of like understand her character. Like she has the line where she talks about how like, oh, the stupid town that you could never get out of. Yeah. Um, and we start to understand her character more. So I feel like it worked, but it was a weird way to do it. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. And I just like didn't care about that guy. Yeah. At all. I, I didn't care about that at all. But I do. I do think that. Yeah, first of all, it gave us that narrative of Tyra, like, wanting to get out of this town. And then, two, it mm-hmm. gave us, like, you know, all we've seen is her, like, hooking up with Tim and, like, messing yeah. with Jason and Smash and all this stuff. And you're just kind of like, oh, this girl doesn't care. And then you're like, oh, but she's still a human and she gets mm-hmm. hurt by this guy, you know. I think maybe the, like, whole point of it was to show that she's, like, literally seduced by the outside world, outside of Dylan. yeah. Oh, like yeah. she was kind of drawn to that LA guy. She she asked him. She's like, or when he says to her, you know, you do well out there, and she like really has a moment with herself. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's what I mean. Again, like what they did worked. Yeah. I just like didn't care that it wasn't that interesting to me. Yeah. Um. Of course that. And it just was like LA it was just sleazy to me. Her. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't like it. But yeah. Um, and he like never comes back. I, I wonder if they were like yeah. gonna try to do something with his with that actor, and then maybe he got pulled elsewhere or something, or they were yeah. trying something out. Well, and he know. did the typical guy like obviously this was just like a fling, and he's like, "You're a great girl," and like, "I'll oh, see I... you soon." I'm like, "You're not gonna see her again." And like, I, know. Just I shut love up. that she was like, "Don't, don't do that." <laughs> yeah, just like give me my breakfast burrito and get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> and it's so patronizing, like, yeah, as if the girl needs doesn't that already know that. Right, right. I know. I uh, I know. Okay. We don't <laughs> need to go into it. Uh, it's he's like, like they, well, I have to catch my flight. Right. Uh, she's like, I know. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I, I told you. And then yeah. he's like, oh, but I got to be sweet. And I'm like, no, that's actually not being sweet because. I know. Yeah. Although I do think it was kind of, I kind of liked that end moment because even though Tyra, like, she wasn't taken aback by the fact that he was leaving. I do yeah. think that. So like we got told that she like can behave like an adult and go sleep with this random dude and totally be fine but then at the very end of that scene we see that she's kind of a kid because yeah she did kind of think that maybe he would it seemed like she thought that maybe he would skip his flight yeah or whatever or like, and then any adult her. knows like that was a work trip his yeah. boss booked the flight for him like obviously he's not gonna dish the flight right but right. she's a high schooler and she's like maybe he'll stay and yeah so that that was kind of well done, I think. I agree. Yeah. Um, it did not make me miss waitressing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I thought Pod. about that too. Woo. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. I went on. I went out with one guy who asked. I mean, plenty of men asked. <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm not saying just me. I mean, any girl waiting on any table. Yes. Yes. There is <laughs> some men just want. They just love to treat you like an animal. Yep. <laughs> Um, God, men, and he like did this thing where he like reached up and kind of touched her hip a little bit while she's Ugh. standing at his table. That was my biggest pet peeve That's that men so would gross. do when you're waitressing. And it blows your, when I tell people this, they're like, seriously, they do that? And I'm like, yeah. Yes. Men would grab me by the apron. Ugh. Literally. And, and I'm, I, I'm like, that is not okay. No. You cannot just touch me. It's just not a strip what? club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to get into that, but yeah, I was like, I do not miss. Yeah, triggered. Even just when she was like, oh, shift change or whatever, I was just like, PTSD. I also wrote down, no Tyra, stranger danger. 
I know. Well, he asks her to go for a ride with him, but I guess she, I guess she doesn't because she drives her own car out there. Yeah, true. So that's good job. Good, good job, job, Tyra. Good job, Tyra. <laughs> but um, okay, yeah, good. Let's talk about Matt and Julie's little meet cute. Oh, so cute! I was really cute. I know. And you can start. Te- you can kind of tell now that Julie's into him. Yeah. Well, and it's cute because they're forming this little friendship. Like they're just like, oh, I I know you and. They're not like mm-hmm. they're not like super flirty or like whatever. They're just like becoming friends and it's cute. Like like and they clearly like each other. But yeah. Yeah. He she puts him in his place and it's it's cute. Yeah, I loved when uh he was like, Are you going to the game? You know, just like Yeah. A, f- a normal question for a football guy to ask the girl he has a crush on. Yeah. Uh, she's like, Yeah, my dad's the coach. <laughs> oh, my favorite. I'm gonna shout out Courtney which I'll bleep her last name, I guess. <laughs> So I heard the story that she went to TCU and the quarterback was in her class and I think they sat next to each other or something. They left the class together and he was like, are you going to the game Friday or Saturday or whatever? And he, she was like, yeah, maybe she goes, are you going? <laughs> he's like, what <laughs> is the quarterback? And, but it's like, it like kind of like a famous quarterback in like the college arena. She's like, yeah, are you TCU, going? that's a big team. Right. Like, are you? Are you? <laughs> but the, okay, so after Matt says that to her, and then when they're done talking and they walk away, Matt just whispers to himself, "He's like, oh, so stupid." I know, so cute. I know. She's like, "I'm, yeah. I'm not a ESPN dude. Like, you don't need to give me like the press answer." Yeah, yeah, it's Aww, cute. He's like, "What?" I mean, like, whatever, basic. like Coach Taylor thinks. Like, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and we do start getting to see more of him, like realizing that she's not the coach i mean not that obviously he's aware of that but yeah. like him learning how to talk to her yes um which is really cute yeah i love seeing um, jason having a better attitude and i was gonna say what, what's think, going on with jason these days yeah i think the timing that they did was really well because you know it's hard to measure like how much time has passed since his injury but it, <laughs> episode wise it feels like the right time for him to start kind mm-hmm. of like dreaming about something else and so you know, it starts with he's doing PT and he makes that like football joke. He's like, all right, you're going to go down that, you know, and, and it's like, it's mm-hmm. like so cute. He's like being really just like self-deprecating and kind of back to him old self, back to his old self. And then. Yeah, I love the football joke. Yeah. And then he sees quad rugby for the first time and yeah, that like inspire, inspires him to like go back and start pumping those, you know, two pound weights. Pumping is pumping iron. Yeah. I know. I And I also love that he, this like we're starting to pivot away from Jason, which yeah. um, I like, and I thought they did it in a nice, gentle way. Agreed, because um, we're we're definitely Jason's still going to be a part of the show, but it, it's they're doing they're shifting the focus really well. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like that you said that the timing felt right because it does. I agree. I think they do a super great job with the pacing, yeah. of the events and as like when we start to pivot away from Jason but it is funny if you actually think about the timeline because they've distorted it a pretty good amount intentionally and they do yeah, it well right but if you think about it we're three weeks out of his accident that yeah. kid would 100% still be in the ICU yes and like having the still worst having attitude. surgeries yeah and yeah, just like not yeah. even emotionally ready to think about that yet yeah he definitely wouldn't be in a rehab center yet no no <laughs> but we don't need a book then no 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 um, and the whole team comes to see him. Surprise! Yeah. Should we play that and, scene? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Miss you, Street. Where the hell you been? Yeah. 
you know, around. I love that scene. I love that. I mean, of course, we don't get very many words from Tim. Yes. Um, but the fact that he grabs Jason's hand. I know. Was really emotional for me. I know. And that, like, Jason clearly is very understandably angry with him and upset. But he just, like, holds his hand and then it's just like, okay, go. And they don't even have to really get into it. Like, at first no. I was kind of irritated that Tim gets by so easily. <laughs> yeah. But they don't even really need to talk about it. Like, Jason does understand, and Tim knows that Jason understands him. Yeah. Um, and that that was enough for him to be like, where have you been? Like, I've I've been mad that you're not here. And for Tim to just kind of be like, I've, I'm here now. Yeah. And that was enough. That was enough. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, he's not going to be like, oh, Tim. He's going to be like, where the hell you been? I'm going to squeeze your hand because I love you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, get out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's so cute. I also, I love to see like healthy male friendship and like I being comfortable with physical touch. Yo. Yes. And like cold hands. We love it. Beautiful. Cry. Yes. Yeah, that is. It was, really it was beautiful. very tender. Yeah. And it wasn't like not to be gay, but like I miss you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. It was very uh, like a genuine moment. Yeah. And their real life relationship is really cute like that. They're super close. And apparently at the I don't think this will give away any spoilers, but on their last episode together, Mm -hmm. like of the show, um, they were supposed to be saying goodbye to each other. And um, apparently they just like didn't even write the scene because they're saying goodbye to each other and it was their last scene together. Yeah. And they just rolled the tape and they just like cried and hugged each other like for real. Oh, oh my gosh. Now I can't wait to get to that episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we'll, we'll get there, you know. Yeah. uh, In... In 12 to 16 months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, do, I love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, ha- I pulled a clip that is kind of right after this. Okay, I actually really loved the scene where assistant coach Mac kind of hands it to Coach Taylor. Yeah. I thought that he was in the right. I, I mean, he was definitely a little aggressive about it, but Coach yeah. Taylor has not figured out who is starting. He's waiting until the last minute. Yeah. He's, like, really struggling He's not being like a super clear leader, or yeah. he's not being clear about his intentions. Um, and the assistant coach is kind of like, you know, get your shit together, dude. Like he he does have to play voodoo. He cannot. They can't have voodoo on the team, and ev- the whole town know that they have a player like that, and for him yeah. to not start him. Right. Like I think he made the right call by pulling him when he did, but. He should have just made that decision knowing he had to. Anyways, I pulled the, the clip and I just really like the way he kind of hands it to Coach Taylor. And he's like, you think I want your job? Of course I want your job. Like, yeah. you need to work a little bit harder because, like, yeah. I'm, I'm coming for it. Here. I don't like my offensive coordinator chatting up Buddy Garrity like he's on a date. I don't care for that too much. Look who I have a drink with. It's none of your damn business. Easy. 
You think I want your job, right? Well, you're damn right I do. Because the way I see it, you're sitting in my chair. But I'll never do anything to hurt these kids. I want to win just like you do. These are my boys, too. So you pull it together. Tell me. I like that. These are my boys, too. I'm glad you liked it because I hated it. <laughs> but I, it's just because I'm so in love with Coach Taylor. And I, I know. I do agree with you. Like, he's dragging this along way too close to the game. But I think the fact that if he wasn't conflicted, I would be even more, you know. But, and I also don't like the fact that he's like in cahoots with Buddy Garrity. I mean, there's some shady shit there. Kissing some Buddy butt. <laughs> but I do agree with you that he definitely has a point and. I would be frustrated as well. Um, okay, what did you think about Lila yelling at Tim? Um, she's like, uh, oh, what do you want to talk about, Tim? You're sleeping with your crippled best friend's with your crippled best friend's girlfriend. I'm like, Lila, what do you think you're doing? Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean Takes two to tango. Exactly. Like <laughs> she is completely at fault too, and she doesn't really deserve to yell at him. But I I do I did get the sentiment of like okay, we either need to talk or not talk. Yeah. You know, because if we're going to talk, we need to talk about that. And clearly she's like, I know you don't want to talk about that. So let's just not. Right. And we're starting to see like Tim gets his little confused ape face because he's clearly like, we're starting to know that he has feelings for her. Right. For Lila, this is sort of transactional. Um, And she's like, what do you want to talk about? Like, this is just what it is um, right and nothing he's like more. wait we're not in love <laughs> yes and he does sexy grunt sexy uh. grunt <laughs> um okay so then we get our first pep rally yes i know i was so excited we loved pep rallies in high school i we did even though i wasn't like gun-ho football fan i loved the pep rallies any sort of like hullabaloo I'm all about hullabaloo. <laughs> I just love a good hullabaloo. <laughs> well, and then we would get the drum line and stuff, which is always super fun. That's true. They were very fun. I I hosted pep rallies the last like couple years which of my I high totally school career. About. Okay, Monica, tell me. I did too. It's fine. <laughs> best. I, I want to say best and worst, but I'm trying to think if I even have a worst pep rally moment. But oh, tell I me do. at least best <laughs> pep rally best moment. moment. Okay. Best moment. Okay, so this was actually before I was hosting. This was, I think this was freshman year. I I had a lot of friends that were cheerleaders in high school and I would always, you know, very appropriately would give them a lot of music advice and it was very unsolicited. <laughs> they needed it. I'd be like, y'all need to dance to Viva La Vida by Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did? I I was like, you could like add some beats in there. And they're like, no, Monica, that's dumb. So do you remember that I was very weirdly obsessed with this Janet Jackson song called Feedback? Oh, my, okay. Wait, I, I'm tr- I was trying to think of the, how, what is feedback, the Feedback, feedback, oh, feedback. Yes. Okay. Monica was obsessed with that song. I remember yes. doing some hardcore car jams. And did not realize how dirty it is because feedback oh, is means it? something else. Oh. Like, um. It's strum me like a guitar, blow out my amplifier. Oh. When you hear some feedback, keep going. I mean, <laughs> there's some implications Monica's there. like, cheerleaders do this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Although so, they dance with dirty songs all the time. Oh, yeah. Much dirtier than that. <laughs> yeah. So I suggested, and they were always kind of like, no, like, just kind of like weird about it. And they kept 
increasingly getting weird about it and like dismissive that it was <laughs> only hurting my feelings increasingly because <laughs> i was so freaking annoying <laughs> about it but then i go to a pep rally freshman year and they would always do these routines that had a bunch of different songs and a big medley a and flips. feedbacks are playing and they all kind of like looked at me and i was like yes <laughs> monica's sitting with me in the stands like with my hoodie up <laughs> wow <Right. laughs> wow oh so that was a really cute moment and yeah, what was your favorite moment? Um, okay, my favorite pep rally moment was the one time... Okay, I'm one of those people that never gets like your name pulled or your number pulled. I never win bingo. I never win any of those like raffle prizes or whatever. I don't... My, I, my name never gets called. Yeah. Um, but they used to do these like games at all the pep rallies and they would pick somebody to come up and be in the game and I never got freaking picked. And then one day... But it was one my glorious I, day. <laughs> one beautiful day. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was my senior year in high school because I had short hair. And I also remember being like, they just did this because I had cancer. But then I was like, just enjoy it, Carly. <laughs> just, just enjoy the, the moment. moment. <laughs> I actually do remember that. That was a very coveted thing when you're like, I, yeah. I don't want to be picked because it's embarrassing, but I totally want to be picked also. Yeah. Um, but I got picked in the game was to like finish the lyrics of the song. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like so scared cause I don't, I'm not like, I'm not as music savant as I am TV savant. <laughs> um, and, the, but then they started playing in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the oh, playgrounds where this. I spent most of my days. I won't do the whole thing for you guys, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I could, if, if but I nailed it. And ah. I also want to plug that. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is now on HBO Max, the whole show, and I just started re-watching it, and it is so good. It gets, like, right into race. It's, I, I just forgot all the heavy topics that they deal with, and yeah. they do it in such an awesome job. I would highly suggest watching. Like, literally in the first episode, <laughs> I remember, because I was, like, really stoned, and uh, my friend Jenny and I are, like, actually before quarantine happened... We would do, because we're both, like, huge agoraphobes um, and never leave our house, our, like, (laughs) separate houses. Um, So we'll watch stuff at the same time. Um, So we'll, like, queue up the movie and then be like, okay, when it turns 7.48, press play. So that it's, like, exactly in sync and then we text each other the whole time. Love Um, it. So when quarantine started, we are like, oh, we got this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we were doing that with Fresh Prince because we were really stoned and just wanted something to, like, laugh at. But it's so good and it, like, really digs deep. And literally in the first episode, the dad is fighting with Will because Will's, like, too gangster um, or whatever. Like, he uses all this slang and dresses crazy. Um, and then Will gets mad at the dad because he's like, you sold out. Like, you're just this rich white dude now. And like, you don't even know your roots. Um, and then he just yells back at him. And he's like, I was there. I marched with MLK. I was at, at the sit-in. Like, I was the one who worked for this for you. Um, yeah. And he's like, I get to live the life I want to live. Um, and it's so good. That was literally in the pilot episode. It's wow. Really, I would like really suggest rewatching. Oh, Uncle Phil. That's his name. Uncle Phil. The, like yeah, yeah. the quasi-dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, okay, wait, tell your worst pep rally memory. Oh, yeah. So I don't think he'll ever listen to this, so I think <laughs> I'm in the clear. So the head coach at Trinity Valley um, of football was Coach Maddox. Yeah. And he also had an affinity for theater, which I was like, <laughs> that's kind of my lane. So uh, step Monica off. I was like, but, yeah, my spotlight. Yes. <laughs> 
and he like he did a couple plays with us. I, I specifically remember one Shakespeare. The Shakespeare I remember him being. He was always sweaty, always sweaty, mm. and he literally had the audacity to be like, <laughs> Monica, your scene's coming up. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking know my scene's coming up. Like, I I, I yeah. time it well. I'm an actress. You're a football coach. <laughs> that's profession. literally performing with a bunch of teenagers. Okay. Also, um, for some context, Monica and I ran the summer theater program <laughs> like that was our kingdom that was our okay? zone yes. and like we got to do stuff that other kids like we basically remember miss carlson would barely even make us rehearse we would just like yeah. run around the campus yeah um, i mean she then, didn't we were just so annoying she didn't want to deal with us i yeah. think that was less to do with our you like know, we talent, were allowed but... to do whatever we wanted so coach <laughs> right. maddox telling monica what to do was like way over the line very <laughs> offensive and he would try to do these like didn't he try to like warm us up and stuff? And we're like, yes. this is not, this is not football. This he is treated theater. like football. Like we did yeah. like a literal huddle. He was like, huddle up, huddle up before one of the opening nights or something. And he was like, we got this. Like we just need to come together as one. And Monica and I were like, mm, this is not the vibe. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then there were, okay. There were a series of creepy moments. So there was that. <laughs> and then. The and the Beast. <laughs> yes. Okay. So apparently so the middle school at our school would do a uh, musical with seventh and eighth graders and they did beat in the bees. Apparently they had no one to play Gaston. So they recruited coach. <laughs> it Maddox. is a really deep male voice. Yes. But a 40 year old is yeah. playing with a bunch of 13 year olds and he's, he's literally, <laughs> and it's, it's not like, I think he played daddy Warbucks and Annie. Great. He's daddy That's Warbucks. normal for an old dude to play. Right. But Gaston is like supposed to be this like sexy, like the, you know, yes. The hot guy in town and introducing the main girl. Yes. So that was very creepy. And I remember us telling, like, we were talking about it and the parents were like, oh, it was just funny. And I was like, no, I was very uncomfortable watching that. Yeah. Okay. And And then then he was also Santa Claus our senior year. So like senior, (laughs) senior year um, at our high school and probably most high schools, there were like all these little special events sometimes. And there was a Christmas one and you're supposed to go take a picture with Santa. It was supposed to be like cute. But we walk in and freaking Coach Maddox is Santa Claus. And they're like, sit in my lap and take a picture. It's funny. And we were like, it is not okay. And we are not sitting in your lap. And it is not funny. No, it's like literally making a a Me Too situation. Yes. (laughs) Funny. Like just setting yourself up prime for that. Which we do want to note. He was never creepy. He was never even, there's never even been a whiff of yes. anything. anything I've never like felt that. uncomfortable around him other than no. that he just like shouldn't have been in those right. roles <laughs> yeah whatever. I never felt uncomfortable I just like didn't like him yeah <laughs> we were like I don't want this I don't want this <laughs> so then this all culminates um into my least favorite pep rally moment was so I started hosting pep rallies I think junior and senior year and you know you'd kind of introduce all the other sports and they would give their updates. So you'd be like, okay, women's volleyball is now going to tell us about their season. And they would talk about when their next game was and just kind of give you an update. And then they would kindly hand the microphone back to me. Um, Coach Maddox, you know, cause he just operates on his own schedule. He's always performing. Yeah. Always performing. He, he grabs the mic and he does this like traumatic read that people thought was great. I was just like, this is dumb. And then he proceeds to, not figuratively, literally dropped the mic and (laughs) I had to go scoop it up. Yeah. First of all, like respect the equipment. And second of all, I like, and I made it so obvious that it was annoying. I like (laughs) Like went and scooped it up. Yeah. I was just like pissed. I like scooped it up and was like, all right, well, 
y'all have a good Friday. That's it. Like, I just like, wasn't even gonna like be like, that was awesome. Let's go. It was just like, I'm, I'm like, fucking okay. done. <laughs> yeah. So that's my least <sighs> favorite. Unpleasant. I don't know if I'm I sure a... he was a great coach. Yeah. These are, I, I was in very specific situations with him. Yeah. But that is, yeah. yeah. I, there's, there's few people in life that know that I don't like them. And I think he's one of them, <laughs> you know? And also like, like Monica just said, most uh, everyone loved him because they knew him in a football city, setting, which is like totally normal. Yeah. But when you took that personality and put it in any other sit- setting, which is how Monica and I experienced him in the right. theater world, it was grating. <laughs> yeah, like not as a coach, as a companion, uh, as like as a, a counterpart. Uh, yeah, so, yes. so it was very strange. Yes. Which, anyway, we can we can shout up about him. Speaking of Beauty and the Beast, though, that musical, we should shout out. Our wonderful, beautiful, lovely sound producer, Grant Rutledge, my dear, dear little brother, who was um, Mr. What's the flame? What's the candle guy? Oh, um, Mr. What's his? Lumineer. Lumineer. Lumiere. 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 Grant was Lumiere. That was his debut performance, and he was so cute. I cried when Monica, you and I went to go see it. Yes. And I cried because I was so proud of him. Good job, Grant. Oh, my gosh. Grant. (sighs) Grantee. Little baby, wobby wob, sweet little angel baby. He's not so, little. He is like he is not. He is like <laughs> he's like twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we have our first pep rally, and then we have the game. And as expected, Voodoo is just being an asshole. Total and yeah, total doo doo. Not respecting Coach Taylor. Not listening to the plays. Literally actively defying him mm-hmm. any scoreboard and, checks him like after he changes yeah. the play and coach is like oh i'm giving you this one but like do not ever do that again and like he could have just been like okay but no yeah. he like puts he his hand goes, on his shoulder and is like scoreboard like i just scored didn't i and coach is like yeah. shut up that is not like ugh. it's not the point yeah. i hated Don't that scoreboard moment. check your own coach no so then they finally go in the locker room and this happens Hey, you pull another stunt like that again and you are off this team. You understand me? You understand me? You get out of my sight. You get out of my sight. What? You're done. Done with what? You are done. Get out of my sight, son. You are done. You are done here. Does that make you feel big? You're done, son. Pull that crap on me out there. No one does. Do what you was born to do. Sheriff. Yes, sir. Go warm it up, son. Ah! I love it. Go warm it up, son. Go warm it up. Go get her done. Uh, so we see doo-doo unravel. <laughs> yes. But we seriously. see doo-doo have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> doo-doo becomes diarrhea. <laughs> and he runs right out of there. <laughs> oh, he, got the, he has the runs. Anyways, okay. But seriously, it was really okay. satisfying <laughs> to see Coach finally just like hand it to him. Yeah, um, and of course he was like such an asshole as he's leaving he's like throwing shit and coach is like does that make you feel like a man I loved that <sighs> and okay but I'm confused listening to that again what does Smash like do what you were born to do oh I didn't he hear talk? what he said like, either <laughs> he's, like he leaves and Smash goes do and I love Tim's face he's like so happy that it's happening yes, that he's being kicked out and then that. Smash goes do what you were born like is that what he said do what you were born to do yeah let's listen to it one more time but I swear do what you were born to do do what you was born to do. Maybe he just means like go play like or like run. Go be an asshole or... because that's you're born to be or an like asshole. Go do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of funny. Will ask Smash. 
But it is also just really relieving to see Dudu leave <laughs> and to have yes. our little boy back. I wonder if that is how it I will know. feel. <laughs> so I was like thinking when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, is that what it's going to feel like on a way more intense degree if Trump loses the election finally? Like get the baby out of the room. <laughs> finally, it's just like a normal. I think like, we should leave that in. That's pretty not going to make any trouble. <laughs> oh, oh speaking, speaking of, we have already made plans to not be in New York City on election day. Like, my parents have already booked flights to Texas, and then Mal and I are going to escape to Connecticut. Yeah, I'm, like, going to build a bunker or something. I'm, yeah. I'm legitimately scared. No matter which way that thing goes, yeah. I am Either way. very scared Same. for November 4th. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember the... The Alamo? Something of November. Oops, which day is it? I'm Do a you new... Remember? I'm a new V for Vendetta fan. I only just watched it for the first time recently. Remember, oh, remember I've never seen the... It. So, somebody our our listeners are gonna be annoyed that i can't remember that <laughs> it's like the most iconic line it's gonna uh, be like from... blues clothes again <laughs> it's, it's the color black. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i also love you know dora was kind of past our time but it was like when we were babysitting and we could like mm. watch with our and they'd be like do you know where the chocolate river is and then she'd just blink <laughs> like and they'd be like yeah. yeah and then wait there's a great i'll have to post it someone made a dora like in college thing and she's like really drunk and stuff and then she's like <laughs> she goes into the bathroom and she goes my friends want me to try cocaina which is co- <laughs> oh my God. and she goes but how are we going to snort it and then the map comes up he goes i'm the map and he like forms a little like <laughs> a little roll <laughs> yeah Oh my god, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> oh, I love Ooh. that. Uh, okay, so, oh, I also did note that I, like, erupted in red anger um, when Voodoo puts a, a hand on Coach when he's yelling yeah. at him. Yeah, like, <gasps> you do not touch my man. Mm-mm. Don't touch my boy. Oh. Don't touch my boy. So then, you know, Matt is officially back in the saddle. And, and they just click. Yes, and so I have the moment when... Yes. Yeah, you'll see. (laughs) You'll see. Sheriff, get in here. Turn around, son. What do you see out there? We got him right where we want him. We're going to go for two. What do you think? Give us a smash. He's been doing it all again, Coach. Coach, we need a play. 18 option, man. 18 option. Do you understand that play? Yes, sir. You got the play, you understand? Yes, sir. Get her done. Well, I don't know if I like this, but Coach Taylor has Saracen back in the game, and it looks like they're going to be going for the two-point conversion and win. You are looking at a man who is betting his entire career on this one play. Go Panthers! 
I mean, so many things I love about this scene. I love you just see the contrast of Matt's, you know, just wanting to earn this position and just kind of the the synchronicity with Coach Taylor. Mm-hmm. And you see him building his confidence. And I just love when he decides he's like, you go for it, get her done, get the two point conversion. And the announcers going, you know, he's betting his whole career on this. And Coach Taylor has the sweetest smile because he's just like, it's worth it. Like I did the yeah. right thing. You know, Ugh. I gave this boy the right boy the chance. Yes, he made the right call. Um, and yeah. like he did have to start voodoo. But like the second it went bad, he was like, get the F out of here. Exactly. Um, and then I just loved watching the, them play like right after Saracen goes in and they're just like a fluid team again. Um, yeah. And you, and you know that all the players are happy to play for Saracen now too. Yeah. Uh, that was very, a very satisfying Panther win. Such a good, such a good Panther win. Read. Um, one of my last notes is just that I love one of my favorite parts of this episode was at the very end after the game, there's a cut of Matt getting out of bed and he's looking in the mirror and he's looking at his bruises from playing the game. And he's just yeah. like does this little smile because he's just like really proud of himself. He like took a I beating, know. he worked hard and he like did well and he's responsible for the win. Like for once, yeah. like it can be a- attributed to him other yes. than like the first game. And I also enjoyed that shot for other reasons. It was also saucy. Pretty nice. Matty. Yeah. (laughs) He's nice and lean, too. Um, And then I, like, almost tuned out while I was watching. I, like, pulled out my phone for a second because I thought we were about to head to credits. But then we get a little little bomb drop. Yeah. I mean, they're famous for doing this when they, you know, you feel so high. And then you're like, oh, crap. We got to deal with this. So we get the two suit, two suited men it reminds me suited of um, men. okay this is so weird but you know when you're rewatching parks on netflix the beginning of season three has like a weird intro or is it for whenever oh, ben and um chris show up or it's like they show up at the very at the fi- the finale or the last few episodes of season two yeah. or three they season two season yeah. two and then the the beginning the first episode of season three has like a weird nbc trailer on it for yeah, the has season. like a narrator he's like yeah but two. andy and april can't yeah oh yeah, yeah two he goes, cats two come into town cats walk in, come into town that's exactly yes. what i thought when i saw this scene <laughs> exactly 100 <laughs> percent. yeah so we we hear that they are there's going to be a formal investigation into whether or not they did any level of recruit like active recruiting for voodoo yeah. and since food so like the rule is that i don't think it matters if they don't play in the game but the second yeah. they play in the game they are subject to all of the recruiting rules and whatever so they say if they find that he had been actively recruited which is definitely like from what we know from the last few episodes um, it's a boo boo that they are probably probably guilty of. <laughs> yeah, they like 100% did that. Because they like found him a house. They like yeah. uh, swayed him. Um, and so they would forfeit their win of that game, which is not just like, oh, darn, that's the season. They will not go yeah. to state if they forfeit that win. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Two black that's a big deal. Two black Yeah. Yeah, so we shall see what happens. Um, did you have any strays, stray obsies? I actually, oh, I did just was sad to have another Landry-less episode. I know. 
I, we're gonna get we're gonna get him. We're gonna we're gonna get him. I kind of forgot we don't really get to know Landry that much until season two, or at least later in this season. I think yeah, I think end of season one, yeah. end of season two. But I did there. I did remember a moment of him just like chatting up random people on the field yeah. after the game. <laughs> I just love him. Oh, okay. That does remind me. Is he the one from Fort Worth? <sighs> I'm oh, he is from it. Texas, but I don't know if he's. I, I think, think he's from Austin. Forth. Okay, yeah. But two things. There's yeah. an amazing article that was written. The New York Times did an awesome piece on Jesse Plemons. It was really. I great. read it today. Yeah, just search New York Times Jesse Plemons. It was just the other day, um, and it's like, why is the world so into Jesse Plemons or something? And it was just like an analysis of the reality that he brings to every single one of his characters and how. And, like, we know this from watching him in his other stuff, too. He has this, like, super laid back, down to earth. Every single thing that he says is believable. Yeah. Um, and, and it was Friday Night Lights. That was the avenue that let yeah. him, yeah, craft that um, kind of realism. Totally. So, and and he, yeah. um, I should have done this in the film section, sorry. But um, he talks about how much work goes into looking and sounding natural like that. Um, and how hard yeah. he, how hard of a worker he is. And it's just, it's really well done. And it talks a little bit about Friday Night Lights. And he has a great quote where he says that he feels like his whole career in acting, he's just been chasing that high of Friday Night Lights in the way that they got to improvise and like really develop their own characters and stuff. And somebody once, somebody once said, I read <laughs> once and I can't remember who said it, but maybe it was Kyle Chandler. Um, he said, the filming of Friday Night Lights was what you think, like what when you don't know about that world is what you would imagine filmmaking to be like. That's how it was on Friday Night Lights. But like in all other shows, it's corporate or whatever, and it's not how you imagine it to be. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Which I love that. And so that was this was like where he learned. Um, it was it was a really great article. Yeah, and we'll definitely see that come through in some later episodes. Where, but, where I was going with that is that I just found out that he's dating Kirsten Dunst. Um, no, they're married. They're and married. They what? Yeah. Yeah. They've been like really good at being secretive and it's really sweet. They like talk about how they're like child actors that made it out and are like pretty normal. She's not that. Is she that normal? I guess I get her kind of confused with Gwyneth Paltrow sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't really know much about her, but I, I think the fact that she married Jesse Plemons means she's pretty That's normal. That's true. That's you know some I mean? points in our book. Yeah. But I saw a picture of them together and it was really cute. Yeah, they're very cute. Um, the only story I had was um, I totally forgot that Herc was an Olympian. <laughs> like, oh. I knew he was an athlete. but no, it's like, Yeah, because he damn. plays quad rugby, quad rugby for the Team USA. No, but the photo of him before he's in a wheelchair, he's like, I, thought, I has think like he's a in a gold medal. In that photo. Mm. Oh, maybe. Okay. Oh, we'll fact check it. Yeah, we'll fact check it. Because I, I took it as like he was like an Olympic athlete before I he like. <laughs> Maybe it was. I thought that yeah. it was him, Jason, seeing what is possible in a chair. I kind of like that better. So I hope it is that. So let's fact check that. <laughs> we'll fact check it. Yeah. Um, All right. Shall we rate? I think. Yeah. I feel like you should go first. I don't know why I feel like that, but I think <laughs> that's what we should do. <laughs> um, I think this was a great episode, albeit a little fillery. Um, but the intro was awesome and watching and like the football game was awesome and we haven't gotten one in a minute. Um, and we got some shirtless Tim, Hmm. um, and we got to see Doodoo, um, just poop out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I'm going to give it a... I, I really enjoyed this episode, but it, I, it's not, I wouldn't rank it on like my top, top faves. I'm going to give it a, a 6 out of 10 boob napkins. <laughs> awesome. I, I agree. I, I love this episode because I just love every episode of Friday Lights. <laughs> but as a whole, like it's, it's not the best one we've seen so far, but it did have really great moments. I loved that. Episode, I mean, the scene where Tim finally shows up at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I did love the intro like you did. And so satisfying to see Voodoo kicked out. And I just love that scene of Matt and coach. And it did make me cry. So I'm going to give a seven out of 10. And seven out of 10 Tyra's child brides. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. Cause I didn't come up with that. <laughs> ah, excellent. Uh, um, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> swell. Oh, oh lovely. Um, <laughs> Top notch. Um, if you guys would like to follow us, please, please, please do. do that. Um, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at TX forever pod. And more importantly on Twitter at TX Forever Pod. We really need some Twitter love, guys. We do. It's, Hang it's out with us out there. On, on the tweeter. Yeah, I'm going to step up the meme game. I'll post some <laughs> good content to, you know, encourage you. So follow us. And yep. uh, is that it? Yeah. We'll see you next week for, I think episode six is El Accidente. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think things happen in this episode that I'm really I think there might about. be an accident. I think that's accident in Spanish or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. Well, we will see y'all next Friday. See ya. Right. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire. Devil Town